Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. It's Monday morning. Finally. Yeah. I thought the weekend would never end. I don't know about you. But uh, <sighs> here we are back to business as usual. On about time. Brand new work week. About Gotta love it. About time. Gotta love it. Mm-hmm. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, a lot of Oof. stuff to talk about. A lot of ground to cover. Of course, the, the president um, had a few things to say about Baltimore. Um, and, and then people from Baltimore and the media had a few things to say back <laughs> to him. Another weekend in America, uh, 2019. Absolutely crazy. Absolutely nuts. Um, let's, I guess we could start with a CNN anchor. I, I, I've never heard of this guy. Have you? No, I haven't. I guess he's just a weekend guy. And for whatever reason, we've never had, I don't think we've ever had a sound clip from him before. Yeah. Victor Blackwell from CNN uh, apparently he's from Baltimore and uh, he was he was a little upset about what the president said here's what he had to say this morning the president attacked another member of Congress on Twitter this time it's House Oversight Committee Chairman Elijah Cummings he wrote this Cummings district is a disgusting rat and rodent infested mess <laughs> if he spent more time in baltimore maybe he could help clean up this very dangerous and filthy place right no okay. human being would want to live there huh infested infested that's usually reserved for uh-huh. references to rodents yeah, and insects but we've seen the Pause president invoke infest. yeah that's what he's talking about here stupid <laughs> he's talking about rats and rodents in this case as well did you did you hear what you just read Rat infested. Don't make this, you know, he's going to try to make this out as if he's talking about, uh, as if the president meant it's infested with black people. Come on now. You know better than that. Stop it. That's just irresponsible and uh, despicable. All right, let's hear what else he has. station <laughs> to criticize lawmakers before. You see a pattern here? Just two weeks ago, yeah. President Trump attacked four minority. Con- <laughs> yeah, I see a pattern where you're selectively picking and choosing who he's spoken about before because he's talked about many others in the past, and most of them white. Yeah, does he talk about uh, black legislators? Yes. Does he talk about white legislators? Yes. Hispanic? Yes. He's an equal opportunity offender. He doesn't care what color you are. Oh, I'm so, so tired of this. All right, let's see if we can get through this. <laughs> Infestation to criticize lawmakers before. You see a pattern here? Just two weeks ago, President Trump attacked four minority congresswomen. Why don't they go back to the totally broken and crime-infested places from which they came? Reminder, three of them were born here. All of them are American. Infested, he says. A week before his inauguration, January 2017, Mm. Congressman John Lewis should spend more time on fixing and helping his district, which is in horrible shape and falling apart, not to mention crime infested. Donald Trump has tweeted more than 43,000 times. He's insulted thousands of people. Right. Many different types of people. Mm. Yes. But when he tweets about infestation, 
Yeah, he's it's talking about, about black rats. And brown people. No, it's September 2014, it. at the height of an urgent health emergency. Oh, man. Why are we sending thousands of ill-trained soldiers into Ebola, if, Ebola-infested areas of Africa? Bring the plague to the U.S.? Obama is so stupid. Infested, <laughs> he says. There's a revolution going That's on good. in California. So many it sanctuary areas want out of this ridiculous crime-infested mm-hmm. and breeding oh, no. concept. Oh, no. Infested, oh, he wow. says. He says. He's the infested, president says he about says. Congressman Cummings District. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh boy. Oh crying. no. Oh gosh. Oh no. Oh. oh. Fight the Keep tears. it together. Keep it together. Oh. Come on, Victor. Oh, we're we're pulling for you, buddy. Uh. That no human oh. would want to live there. <laughs> right. You know who did, Mr. President? Okay. I who? did. You did. When? From the day I was brought home from the hospital. Yeah. Well, you had to no the choice. Day I left for college. All right. Pause it. Had a lot of. <laughs> okay. From the day he was born. Till he left after high school. He left as soon as he freaking could. <laughs> Is he living So there you now? lived in Baltimore with your parents, <laughs> and as soon as it was your choice, you got the hell out of there. <laughs> <laughs> that is unbelievable. You're making the point, Victor. Right. Oh. Where do you live now, Victor? What do you... Okay, so from the minute I was born until... Right after I graduated from high school, and I got out of that rat-infested hellhole. <laughs> as soon as I had wheels, man, I was gone. <laughs> All right, let's see him finish up here. Oh, jeez. But people are proud of their community. Agonizing. I don't want to sound self-righteous. Too late. But people get up and go to work there. They care for their families Nobody there. said they didn't. They love their children who pledge allegiance to the flag, just like people who live in districts of congressmen who support you, sir. They are Americans, too. We'll be right back. Oh, man, that is really out of control. Over the top. The president needs to call bullcrap on all of this stuff. He was he was talking about rats infesting Baltimore. Let's Let's stick to the point here. <laughs> Which they do, by the way. Rats do infest Baltimore. Okay, what kind of proof do you have? <laughs> well, when Glenn and I lived there for two years, uh-huh. uh, and we went to uh, we went to get our uh, publicity shot. Uh, so we were looking for this studio, and it was somewhere in the Inner Harbor. And we we were walking down this alleyway looking for the place. This was before GPS led you everywhere you had right. to go. And and so in the alleyway, there are squished rats every few feet. Because Ugh. there was an infestation, which oh. uh, they, the city had posted warnings on every post and every poll uh, that warning rat infestation. <laughs> and, oh, and sure enough, gross. here's the proof, because every time you drive down this alley, somebody's running over a rat. They estimated <laughs> that there were 20 million rats in the Inner Harbor. 20 million. There were just 2 million the, people. Just the 20 million? Yeah, just 10 to 1. <laughs> they outnumbered people 10 to 1. That's wow. all. Wow. They post those notices all over the city because it is rat infested. I really do think Trump needs to address this and and clarify. Uh, Talk about the fact that the city is a mess. It's a mess. Crime, rodents, decay because of Democrats in office there. Not because of blacks or Hispanics, because of Democrats. Just as Nancy Pelosi's district has become a human feces embarrassment, Mm -hmm. Chucky Schumer's policies have New Yorkers fleeing that state by the tens of thousands. Name the city where Democrats have been in office for decades. The place is a crap hole. 
Yep, Detroit, Chicago, you name them. Elijah Cummings is never called a racist for continually attacking a white president. And that's all he does is attack Trump. But if that white president retaliates, it's the most racy, racisty racism that's ever been raced. <laughs> it's just, it's pathetic. I'm so tired of it. In the Baltimore Sun, they had this article. It was entitled, uh, Better to Have a Few Rats Than to Be One. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> yes. Better to have a few A few? Okay. A few million. If you call 20 million a few, it's probably double that now. I mean, a few is such an ambiguous term. Right. You can apply it in right. how you like, Pat. No human would want to live there. Uh, it's a very dangerous and filthy place. They obviously, like uh, like Victor did, they're report, repeating the president's words. Worst in the USA and our personal favorite, it is a rat and rodent, rodent infested mess. He wasn't really speaking of the 7th District as a whole. He failed to mention Ellicott City, for example, Baldwin, or Moncton, or Pretty Boy. Okay, I, I lived there. I don't remember Pretty Boy. Maybe there's a that's Pretty a, Boy? There's a Pretty what? Boy area of Baltimore? Okay. That's news to me. All of which are contained in the sprawling yet oddly shaped district that runs from eastern Howard County to southern Harford County. No, Donald Trump's wrath was directed at Baltimore and specifically Elijah Cummings, the 68-year-old son of former South Carolina sharecropper who has represented the district since 1996. Yeah, far too long. Mm -hmm. The guy sucks. (laughs) He's a terrible congressman. Has nothing to do with the color of his skin. It has everything to do with his policies. And the fact that he cares more about whatever it is going on at the border than he does what's going on in his own district. And I got news for you. His own district is a mess. It's a mess. We've got some videos that uh, people who live in that district posted. We'll play for you pretty soon. Um, But in the Baltimore Sun, the editorial continues. In pointing to the 7th District, the president wasn't hoping his supporters would recognize landmarks like, like Johns Hopkins Hospital, perhaps the nation's leading medical center. Yeah, there's a couple of good things in that district. No, I mean, like every other city, it has its good spots and its really, really bad spots. Yeah, they got Pretty Boy. Uh, did you find Pretty Boy? <laughs> Pretty Boy's a reservoir. There's nobody lives out it's there. It's a reservoir? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, he wasn't conjuring images of the U.S. Social Security Administration where they write the checks that somebody retired and disabled Americans depend upon. It wasn't about the beauty of the Inner Harbor or the proud history of Fort McHenry. And it certainly wasn't about the economic standing of a district where the median income is actually above the national average. And I love this. No, he was returning to an old standby of attacking an African-American lawmaker from a majority black district on the most emotional and bigoted of arguments. It was only surprising that there wasn't room for a few classic phrases like you people or welfare queens or crime ridden ghettos. Or a suggestion that the congressman go back to where he came from. Okay. Isn't it great that he didn't use any of those supposed racist phrases? But somehow, the Baltimore Sun managed to smear him with them anyway. Uh-huh. Just yeah. by putting him in this article. Mm-hmm. You've associated all of them with what Trump said, and he didn't say any of it. Nice yellow journalism trick there. That's great. That's, wow, these people are pathetic, and they'll stop at nothing. And every time they do this, they wow. just add 
to Trump's base instead of they sure do. take away from it. They sure do. Uh, they make us. They certainly make us more in his camp. Mm-hmm. They push us right, right into his camp every time. Wow. Uh, it's really some really bad, bad stuff. And all this thing started just. Just Trump just decided to pick a uh, pick out of the blue a fight with Elijah Cummings, right? He just right said, out of nowhere for just, no reason. Yeah. Yeah, he's just like, ah, who can I pick on today? You know, I'm kind of bored right now. Cummings has been attacking him every day, mm-hmm. every single day. Nobody says a word about it. And then when Trump finally has enough, and he's like, okay, you know, why don't you deal with your own stupid area? Why don't you deal with your own district? Yeah, because I think Cummings was going after ICE and these these yeah, facilities, was. right? Saying, yes. "Oh, look how we're treating these immigrants." Oh, yes, there's deplorable conditions, and uh, America's better than this. Oh, really? Stop it! Exactly right. Jeez, uh, do we have the? Sh- let's show the. Uh, there was a, a woman. There's a woman in Baltimore who showed the area, part of the seventh district. Um, some of what. Donald Trump was talking about and five uh, yeah clip West Baltimore uh, tour they take us on a little tour the neighborhood filled with children that's what I was telling that whenever you see a pickup truck with stuff on it I bet you if you follow it yep. it's gonna dump stuff in when they see a abandoned spot right, so usually this whole thing this is, is full but uh, they obviously just came and got it this is the back that's the back of the house my dad's doing. Oh, they are still dumping. This is the back of the house. This is where I, I, I used to live right here. And all this. That's lovely. That's yeah. lovely. That's terrible. Wow. Meanwhile, they're believe. worried about the kids at the border. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Right. Worried yeah. about the kids at the border. I don't yeah. worry about it. That entire yard was nothing but thick garbage. It shows that they have a lot of stuff. They've got a lot of stuff. <laughs> well, it is America. Uh huh. <laughs> Nobody's wanting. <laughs> <laughs> they they showed a few other places too. I I mean, uh, this is amazing. They, the abandoned row houses in Baltimore that have been abandoned for so long that there's a tree growing inside it that's now taller than the building itself. <laughs> Uh, look at this. Okay. If you can see how big the tree is in this row home, you will notice this didn't happen overnight. Right. Right. <laughs> Let's go inside and take a look. Okay, steps are okay? Uh-huh. This should be, right? Typical oh, that's lovely. Lovely. Row home and... It's a fixer-upper. Uh, maybe a little bit. <laughs> fixer-upper. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, there's a tree in the you background. Could see more trash here as Literally well. Literally no back to it. And it goes all the way to, to the top Just of the, beyond the top of the roof. Grown there for years. So at one point in time, there was a row home that stood in between here. Look at that. This is how much it's overgrown. It's had that much time. That's beautiful. That is lovely. Like you said, it's a okay. So. It's a fix. It's a challenge. You've got a couple of projects. What are you above uh, doing a couple of projects for your new home? I, I, no, no. In fact, <laughs> Dylan suggested maybe there's a new HGTV show there, Fixer Upper Baltimore. Yeah, let's. Yes, Ooh, I'd like to see uh, that. That's going to be a years long commitment to that show. Oof, a lot going on in that town. Mm-mm. And that, not to mention the highest <laughs> homicide. Uh, rate in the nation. Yep. Among major cities, Baltimore has the highest murder rate 
in the land. Gross. So don't tell me that Baltimore is in fantastic shape and uh, Trump should mind his own business because, you know, maybe Elijah Cummings should be a little more focused on his own city. (laughs) Triple eight, nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, we received got this note from James in Las Vegas, and sums up pretty well why why you should get the iTarget Pro system. Uh, James says, "I work from home and rarely bring out my guns because my kids are really little. They were out of town visiting the grandparents last week, and I had just purchased a new handgun, the HK P30. So I pulled out my iTarget Pro, and it was a reminder of how valuable this system really is. Not only was it a blast to practice with." It's really useful because my new handgun is a double action and the trigger pull is different than my striker fire handguns. Gave me the opportunity to get familiar with my new gun. And before long, I pulled out my AR-15 and my M&P shield and was practicing with all of them. Thank you for introducing me to iTarget. Uh, Absolutely. iTarget Pro, it's completely safe. It comes with your caliber-specific bullet. Um, It's a laser bullet. Not an actual bullet, so it just it lands. It shows you where your shots hit the target. It's just really fun and really useful, and it's going to save you a lot of money because no more buying a whole bunch of ammo for target practice. Right now, get ten percent off and free shipping when you use the offer code Pat. It's the letter I then TargetPro.com. iTargetPro.com offer code Pat. <laughs> And by the way, speaking of all this racist, racisty racism mm-hmm. that, that nobody's ever raced before uh, from uh, Donald Trump, uh, how about what Bernie said? What was this, two years ago during the campaign? Uh, yeah, it wasn't that long he ago. He took a tour of Baltimore. I think it was during the 2016 campaign. And they walked around the neighborhood. And uh, here's what Bernie thought of Baltimore afterwards. Well, you got to move it. We spend $80 billion a year locking people up in this country. We wouldn't have to do that if people had jobs and if people had education. And we've got to transform our national priorities, invest in our kids, invest in housing, rather than more and more jails. Uh, the fact of the matter is, is that America is the wealthiest country in the history of the world. But anyone who took the walk that we took, we right. took mm-hmm. around this YouTube. neighborhood Mm-hmm. Would not think you're in a wealthy nation. Huh. You would think that you were in a third world country. <gasps> oh no! Did he just call Whoa. Baltimore, Whoa. Maryland, a third world type of city? <gasps> Does he know black people and Hispanics live there? What is he insinuating? Oh my goodness! Oh my oh, gosh! Wow! Oh my gosh! That's the most racisty, racist mm-hmm. race I've ever heard of. Has he dropped out yet? I hope so. My goodness, that man needs to be off the campaign trail immediately. <laughs> wow. Okay, well, whatever. Whatever. But he can say it. Yes, right, because he's a socialist, and that's fine for socialists and to say. And his name's not Donald Trump. Man, do they hate Trump. They, they don't, it really doesn't matter what he says. They hate him so much that they can make anything out of anything he says. Uh, I mean, wow. And... uh. All he said, really, he tweeted out over the weekend, as, a, as proven last week during a congressional tour, the border is clean, efficient, and well-run. 
just very overcrowded. And then he went on to Cummings District. <laughs> it's a disgusting <laughs> rat and rodent infested mess. Wait, he's clearly talking about rats and rodents. Right. Ugh. Since, I don't know, he said rats and rodents. <laughs> <laughs> now, I hate to take him at his word when he's saying rats and rodents. Uh-huh. If he spent more time in Baltimore, maybe he could help clean up this very dangerous and filthy place. I well, mean, we just took you on a stroll, or the residents of that area did, and you saw that it is filthy. It's, it's filthy, and you got to believe that's dangerous. You notice they're doing that tour in the daytime, not at night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that they're not the only people that did a tour recently. You want to see the video of the mayor herself? You want to see that one? Yes, I do. Where she gives a tour. Let's listen. About a year ago, city leaders identified some of the city's most violent neighborhoods. What the hell? We should just take all this down. To target. <laughs> Ooh, you just smell the rats. Under Baltimore's Violence what? Reduction Initiative. Ooh, Jesus. Just last week, we went with Mayor Pugh as she toured an East Baltimore neighborhood. It's a new one. I've been out here 54 years. It's a new one. Baltimore's Violence Reduction Initiative is about taking steps to rid communities of the cornerstones that contribute to crime. Oh, my God. You can smell the dead animals. Blocks of dilapidated <laughs> buildings help to hide the addiction that's crippled this community. Man. Wow. Oh, my. That's the mayor of the city. She's surprised? Hello? You're, seriously? You're surprised? So, I just want to point out, she was in East Baltimore. Yeah. Cummings District is in West, West Baltimore. Baltimore. Is there any part of Baltimore that isn't, you know... Well, they spent $2 billion dollars building the Inner Harbor. That uh-huh. one's... That area is fairly nice, but even that, I mean, you're going to find a lot of rats down there because it's near the water. Wow. They got all kinds of warehouses and junky things there. Mm. They've worked hard uh, to to revitalize. At least they did in the 80s. They worked really hard. And then in the early 90s, they built Camden Yards, Mm -hmm. trying to, you know, upgrade that city. And (laughs) they got a long way to go, though. Right. How many blocks uh, have been fixed? (laughs) Six, eight blocks? Probably. Something like that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so that was Catherine Pugh, who didn't really like the smell. That's interesting. <laughs> of her town. Pugh. Oh, Get it? Hey-o. Catherine Pugh. I see what you did didn't, there. Didn't, didn't like the smell. Uh-huh. <laughs> of her own city. Uh, uh, this story from September of 2018 with the neighborhoods crying out uh, because Baltimore, again, the highest homicide rate of any U.S. large city. Um. I mean, all you have to do is look around and you can, if you're interested, you can really find out what Baltimore, what's going on in Baltimore, what the problems are. Worst homicide rate among the nation's 50 largest cities Mm -hmm. last year and the second highest violent crime rate overall, according to new data from the FBI. The grim news was the latest reminder of the sustained cycle of violence that has gripped the city since 2015 when the annual number of homicides soared above 300 for three consecutive years after the unrest that followed Freddie Gray's death from injuries suffered in police custody. There were 342 homicides in Baltimore last year. Uh, So that's 56 per 100,000 people that live in the city. Highest per capita in the city's history. And the highest rate of any American city with more than 500,000 people. It's also significantly higher than the rate in other big cities. Wow. 
I mean, I don't, I don't know that New York had 342 murders. So we've got. And that's 8 million people. Yeah, this is the highest murder rate. <clears throat> it's infested with 20 million rats. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's grotesque. Got, neighborhoods are being used as dumping grounds for garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they have some issues. They've got abandoned buildings and row homes that haven't been used, occupied for. Probably decades. How long did it take that tree to grow? Right. 10 years? <laughs> tree 20? Treatment business. He's like, I own this house now. I mean, that might have been abandoned when I, when I lived there. That's what I, w- I was actually thinking when they were showing the tree. I was thinking, huh. Yeah. I wonder how tall that tree was when Pat lived there 20 years ago. <laughs> I might have been the one that planted it. <laughs> you were just doing your part. It was probably Arbor Day celebration yeah. you did at the radio station. Yeah, just right. doing my part for the environment. You're a regular old Johnny Appleseed, right. Pat Gray. Jeez. <laughs> so bad. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Baltimore's new deputy police commissioner oh, no. got mugged at gunpoint. Last week? Just last week, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not laughing. <laughs> no, <clears throat> it's not funny. No, it's a bad story here, yeah. Deputy Commissioner Daniel Murphy had just started with the force in April after being brought from New Orleans, New Orleans uh, to help lead sweeping reform. He was robbed at 9 p.m. Friday night by four men in a white SUV near Patterson Park. Uh, I don't know where Patterson Park is. I know Pretty Boy, I'll tell you that. <laughs> pretty Boy Reservoir. Two of the men, said to be about 18, jumped out and approached him and his wife, showing a gun during the holdup. Mm. They fled with multiple cell phones, the officer's wallet, and his wife's purse, as well as some cash. That's great. So mugged at gunpoint. That's welcome to Baltimore, uh, Commissioner Murphy. Right. So he was he was sure that Baltimore would be like the Big Easy. He said. <laughs> uh, obviously, every community, every police department is unique, but the success we had in New Orleans is directly transferable to here, and we will modify it as necessary. It's necessary to modify <laughs> it, sir. Got to get on that uh, modification of your plan. Oh man! I'm sorry. He's a he's a police officer. Was he not carrying? I guess not. Right? I, I don't mean, know. I don't know. Maybe it's like the London police where they just walk around with a little club. I'll hit you with my baton. Mm-hmm. Don't make me do it. <laughs> wow. Crazy. I mean, it's just, it's nuts. But don't don't call Baltimore rat infested. Don't say it's crime ridden. <laughs> don't say it's run down at all. Uh, don't suggest that Elijah Cummings maybe focus his attention to where, I don't know, his constituents. Is that possible? Uh, let's go to Bob in South Carolina. Hey, Bob, you're on the blaze. Hmm? Hello, Bob. Hello? Hello, Bob. Bob, line two. Hey. Hello? Hi, Bob. Hey, I was born in Baltimore. I just was, you know, I love your show. Watch it in the mornings. And uh, Thank you. just to let you know, I was born in Baltimore in 1955, hmm. right by the old Memorial Stadium. Al- uh, it was on the Belvedere and the Alameda. Yeah. My parents moved out to rest, uh, Randallstown out west. Uh, it's a west uh, suburb. Mm-hmm. Uh, Northwest, but uh, Baltimore is basically a lousy city all the <laughs> way back. Many parts, all the way back from the riots, have never really recovered from the late sixties. Yeah, uh, North uh, was uh, North Street, just north of the Inner Harbor, for years was considered one of the worst uh, areas in terms of crime and murder uh, in the country. And um, you know, just you know, just having a general conversation with you guys, uh, those videos do they surprise me? No. Uh, I remember years ago, driving my dad's car right by Little Italy, which is uh, kind of on the east side of the Inner 
harbor. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys in the projects were throwing rocks at cars as you were driving by. Jeez. Uh, man. Yeah, it's uh, appreciate the call. Thanks, Bob. Uh, it, that's that was my experience with it too. It was it was not safe, which is why we lived as far out in the suburbs as we could possibly get. Uh, and you know, you you could go into the inner harbor if it was during the day, mm-hmm. and feel okay about things. And I'd like to point out that Bob <clears throat> was calling us from South Carolina, not right. Baltimore, where he was born. <clears throat> Just a lot like a <clears throat> Victor, what's his face, Blackwell. From CNN, who was born there and then got the hell out as soon as he could. As <laughs> soon as he's out of high school, he's gone from Baltimore. Bye-bye. I don't know. Does that tell you something? That maybe no human being would want to live there? Uh-huh. 888-900-3393. Let me tell you about RIDUZone. Um, dot com. That's where you can get uh, RIDUZone. It's loaded with OEA, which is uh, something that's naturally present in your body. But this adds to it and sends a signal to your brain that you're full. And so you stop eating. You can feel fuller naturally. It's not a stimulant either. It contains no caffeine, so you won't get jumpy and jittery all day. It's just something that uh, helps you stop eating quicker. And it boosts your metabolism so that you burn fat. Get a 30-day money-back guarantee and save 30% on a three-month supply at RidUZone.com. Been thinking about it, uh, and you've been frustrated for a long time with weight loss or yo-yoing up and down. Get RidUZone today. R-I-D-U-Zone.com. RidUZone.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, or at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Tyler Morgan tweets, didn't Pat once sum up Baltimore's problems as a democratic hellhole? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes. I stand by that. <clears throat> it is a democratic hellhole. Look at it. Uh, I challenge anybody to go to Baltimore and tour these areas and then come away thinking, hey, yep, that was a, I'd love to live there. <laughs> Man, that is beautiful. And, uh, yeah, while you're on a tour there of uh, the beautiful city of Baltimore, take a handful of acorns with you and plant a tree. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially this time of year when <laughs> the uh, dead body chalk outlines are starting to be uh-huh. washed away by the late summer rains. Uh, it's, it's, you know, there's no place better. There's no place better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, from it's mamhole <laughs> instead of manhole. <laughs> it's a mamhole. Thank you, Saves84. Okay. Uh, somebody should start selling little mega hats that fit on rats. That would be kind of cool. Oh, yes. I like that. Run those around the neighborhood. Might, might flip that district. From Scotty Sweatman. I uh, wonder if Catherine Pugh thought for a minute, maybe I shouldn't have spent all that community center money on my bulletproof SUV. Oh. <laughs> she actually have a bulletproof I SUV? Oh, She needs one. Huh. Let's put it that way. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> The Steve42 tweets, Johns Hopkins is conveniently located next to the most violent areas of Baltimore. Hashtag city planning. <laughs> That's nice great. Job, Steve. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, well, the hospitals are there where you got the emergencies uh, coming in. It's perfect. Saves on gas money for the ambulances. Right. <laughs> it's, it's actually pretty solid city planning. That is good planning. <laughs> wow. I love our listeners. Oh, man, so good. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh Beto was spotted at an airport over the weekend. He was in 
I don't know where this uh, is. I don't I'm not sure what airport. Yeah. It does. Same matter. airport as uh as somebody we know and love though. I'll tell you that. Um <laughs> So here's, uh, let's take a look at uh, what people, people are wishing him well and yeah, congratulating him yeah, as he right went through, through the airport. Congrats cool. on zero percent in the polls. Good job, Beto. I mean, they're nice. They congratulated him on a zero percent. They didn't go, hey there, Mr. Zero Percent. It was a thank you. It was a congratulations, I mean, you know? That was nice. So great. <laughs> Congrats on zero percent in the polls. I mean, it's not <laughs> negative percent; it could be worse. Way to go, Beto! I have to see that one more time. Okay, that was yeah. just—that's that good, that clean good, right? fun, right there. Stuff. Good, clean fun. Congrats on zero percent in the polls. Good job, Beto. Oh, <laughs> his heart just sank. Poor guy. Oh man. Ouch. Uh, <laughs> I love you. Got the big smile. On. Yeah. If only that doorway wasn't there, we could have actually seen his soul being crushed by the look <laughs> on his face. <laughs> hey, look! There's the one person that's gonna vote for no. No, uh, nope. Ah, uh, never mind. <laughs> hey, Battlemania's been. No, it's not back. Oh, oh boy. Okay, never mind. <laughs> well, he had that fleeting, just like nanosecond of hope. Yeah. Somebody yeah. still cared. And then it was just <laughs> crushed. Right before him. That's fun. Is grabbed, taken away from him. <laughs> oh man, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Oh, you know what? We got more on reti- more on trivia returning um, very soon. It returns Friday, September sixth. Where are we now? We're in uh, July twenty ninth, so mm-hmm. a little over a month. Yeah, just over six weeks from now. Mm-hmm. Not even a full six weeks because it'll be. Yeah. Right? I'm sorry, just under six weeks from right. now. So just over. Yeah. In fact, uh, mm-hmm. NFL preseason begins three nights from today. So uh, Thursday night, Falcons and Broncos in the first NFL preseason game. Wow. Wow. This, this week. So basically. The Hall of Fame game already? Yeah. So I'll be getting zero sleep this week because on Tuesday night, it's the Democratic debate round one. Wednesday night, Democratic debate round two. Thursday night, right. Falcons and Broncos. So right. I'll be going to bed early tonight. <laughs> Try to store up some yeah. energy. Yeah. And Tuesday through Friday this weekend next, I'm going to be uh, filling in for Glenn uh, on the Glenn Beck program with cool. Stu. So that'll be fun. Okay. It'll be a Pat and Stu uh, reunion. All right. Uh, so anyway, we're looking forward to doing more on trivia again this year. That should be really fun. Steelers and Patriots. <clears throat> last, year, last year we were 15 and 3. Yeah. 15 and 3 predicting games. So, I don't know. We don't recommend that you use it for gambling purposes, but I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. If somebody had, they would have won a lot of money. We don't recommend that you take the final predictions each mm-hmm. week from this show and more on trivia. Mm-hmm. We say, don't, no, don't take that don't money. Don't do that. No. Yeah. And then go and right. bet it because you could possibly be very wealthy if you listen to us. But don't. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because we, we don't advocate for gambling. <clears throat> no. Just saying, if somebody would have made a lot of money. But right. I'm, I'm glad they didn't because don't, that would be wrong. Don't do it. Do not mm-hmm. do that, okay? Hey, you know that um, asteroid that just barely missed us last week? Wow. We found out about it the day it missed us. Hours. <laughs> we had hours. Jeez. I mean, it missed us by 46,000 miles, which is like a quarter of an inch in astronomical terms, 
you know? Right. It's it's unbelievable how close that is. The moon is 238,000 miles away. Yeah. This was 46,000 miles. Yeah, so on your inch analogy, right? If the moon is an inch away from the Earth, mm-hmm. this was a quarter of an inch away right. from the Earth. Yeah, and they've got this incredible computer animation that shows how close we came to a collision. Can we go ahead and play that? Because that... Watch this. You got to see Here comes thing. the rock. Okay. And... Isn't... Uh... There we go. Okay, so they've got they've got everything on this um, every every orbit, right? Mm-hmm. And it just shows how uh, it, I thought the animation was going to actually show this. Uh, this isn't oh, quite. Kind of. Yeah, this wasn't quite what I was anticipating, but uh, maybe this is actually going to be better. Let's see, because there's there's the distance. Here you go. Watch this. So they they show this uh, how it's just circling around and doing its little orbit thing, and then it cuts right between the Earth and the Moon, and. Uh, Jeez, that- yeah, that's that crazy. Deadly close. It's one of the closest that we know of. And it was it was a 300 foot space rock. 300 feet across. It would have it would have destroyed an American city. Yeah. So or, you know, whatever city it slammed into. Would they nickname it the City Killer? Yeah. Wow. And if that lands in the ocean, you know, you're going to have quite a little tsunami going on there. So that's that's a little scary. Oof. Yeah. Okay, so you see that real big trail of stuff that's coming off of it. Uh, incredibly hard to see until oh. right at the last minute. It's threading tightly between the lunar orbit. Definitely too close for comfort. So here, oh. I think... Oh, I thought that was going to be the one. Yeah. This just keeps going and going. Yeah. 2019 OK will be back? Oh, I don't good. want it to come back. Oh, no. And we got another one coming September 5th where we have that 1 in 7,000 chance. That one we see coming. And that one's huge. Mm-hmm. That one's seven miles across. That's the one that I think people like Beto O'Rourke are actually rooting for. <laughs> it's like, look, they'll forget about my campaign for a day at least. Yeah, we would. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah sure would. we would. There's no question about that. As if we haven't already, Beto. Uh, I wonder if the, the end of this story it talks about the approach again. Uh yeah, what is it? NASA's close approach data shows that it will pass by Earth multiple times through 2173, but none are expected to be even remotely as close as last week's flyby. Uh-huh. Says the same group yeah, of scientists. Didn't know it was there in the coming. first place. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, so we'll listen to you this time. No, we got you. We were Yep, sure. Well, I hope they're right, because that's pretty frightening. That they didn't even know it was coming until they're... Oh, whoa, did you see that thing go right by us? <laughs> uh, no, but thanks for telling us. Uh, I, I got a little less confidence in you people. I'll tell you that right now. Change the timestamp on our press release. Make it look like we really <laughs> yeah. knew it was coming. <laughs> yeah, we knew that was going to miss us by 46,000 miles. All along, we Ooh. weren't even worried about it. That's why nobody knew about it. Because we didn't need to tell you about it. Yeah, we hear about the ones that are three and four miles, four, I mean, three and four million miles from mm-hmm. us, but we don't, we don't hear about this one. Okay. Scary stuff. I mean, it's only a city killer. You know, the problem is we've got that asteroid belt out beyond Mars, between Mars and Jupiter, and sometimes those asteroids break free from that belt and start hurtling inward. You never know where they're going to end up. Wow. Could be right in our planet or, or not. But, uh, I mean, at some point, all you have to do is look at the moon to see how prevalent uh, asteroids were. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. Good point. Been hit a million times. Right, right. Now, 
I just don't remember when I was a kid. I don't remember a lot of talk about asteroids coming close. Do, do you remember that? I don't remember any of that. Did no. we just not have the technology? Did we just Maybe not we didn't see know them about coming? It. Yeah, Of course, that we could still be don't it. see them coming, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it just Yeah, remember like- <laughs> the days when we didn't know about them? <laughs> oh, man, were we stupid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think the dinosaurs saw it coming either. The same scientist monitoring it for them was monitoring for us as well. Scary? Mm. You bet. You bet. Uh, all right. Rashida Tlaib. <clears throat> Wonderful. She's a, a terrific representative mm. of, of her state. That's the word. And uh, we all appreciate uh, how solid she is on Israel. And uh, she talked about it again. I, I don't know why she doesn't just shut up about Israel. Yeah, Everybody knows she hates Israel. Okay? We got it. <clears throat> we got it. You're, you're Palestinian. Okay? Your loyalty is to Palestine and Palestinians... I got it. I, I understand. Maybe you should just shut up about it, since I don't know you're a U.S. representative right. <laughs> and Israel's our ally. And instead, what does she do? She sits down yeah. with Jake Tapper. Yeah. <laughs> and here's what was said. You talk about the hate agenda, and you know you have heard there have been criticisms of you from even your fellow Democrats, especially for your support for the BDS movement, which stands for Boycott, Divest, Sanction. Uh, it's an anti-Israel movement. Um, well, uh, it's it's, it's anti—it's—it's—it's it's, it's criticizing the racist policies of Israel, okay. and it's a boycott, right? Shut I mean, I think folks don't know when you say BDS, especially in, uh, around the country, when you say BDS, they don't, they're not sure what it means. Boycott, divest, sanction. I, I want to get your yeah. reaction to something that Senator Schumer said about BDS, which is a movement you support. Yes. He said, quote, when there is such a double standard, when the world treats everybody one way and the Jew or the Jewish state another way, there's only one word for it, anti-Semitism. Let Good. us call out the BDS movement Thank for you. what it is. And I think one of the questions that Senator Schumer <laughs> yes. and other supporters of Israel might have is, why focus on just Israel? Why not also call for sanctions against other countries where you might have issues such as Egypt or Pakistan or Saudi Arabia? Oh, absolutely. And I think if there was an economic boycott movement around Saudi Arabia, I'd be the first to sign up for it. Um, I, I can tell you they're all around college campuses. Um, there are Jews, Muslims, Hindus, all different kinds of backgrounds who are pushing back against racist policies in Israel because they see that um, the human rights violations policies. of children being detained. Uh, the fact that my grandmother, who lives in the West Bank right now, does not have equality. She doesn't have freedom of travel. Um, she is someone that right now under occupation uh, is feeling less than. And I grew up in the most blackest, beautiful city in the country, where every corner in Detroit here, you will see uh, a reminiscence of the civil rights movement, of the labor rights movement. And we did it through economic boycott. It is a form of freedom of speech. But people want to dismiss it because they're trying to say it's anti-Semitism. That's the way to try to discredit the fact that we all know under Netanyahu's regime, human rights regime. violations have gotten worse. And we need to but be why able not, to Why use- not boycott Egypt? They have, oh, they have I would rights. boycott Egypt, of course. But you keep I'm very you critical. Would, you would boycott oh, Saudi let me Arabia. Tell you. you would boycott Egypt, but you're but not. But right now, there is not a bill or mm-hmm. resolution on the floor that is saying stop boycotting Egypt. But you could. But I, of course. And I would absolutely oppose huh. any sort of oppression, of freedom hypocrite. of speech, of you First Amendment pathetic. right in this country. It's a slippery slope, Jake, because uh, tomorrow, if, if folks want uh, to you know, boycott Saudi Arabia and there's a movement and it's got a name... <clears throat> Uh, they're going to go ahead and pass a resolution saying you don't have freedom of speech. She's pathetic. Oh boy, what a hypocrite! Oh, I would. I would. well. Why don't you? Why don't you propose a bill then? Why don't you write a bill? I mean, if if she was Let's only in a position. Yeah, I mean, there's only, only 435 congressmen that can do this, and there's only six of them that can write bills. <laughs> 
Only six. Gug- you That's know, what it is. Yeah, it's the little-known clause in the Constitution were just six. Oh yeah, the bill writing them, clause. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. That you have to be from a different state other than the one Rashida Tlaib lives in. Sponsor it, woman. <laughs> Sponsor it. I, I don't understand. Pathetic. It's, she, it's pathetic. Is she's so transparent and oh, such a leader too. If there was, uh, if there some was sort one of movement or resolution, I'd mm-hmm. support it. Okay, well then, do, no, you wouldn't. Why don't you just first put of one all, forward? No, she wouldn't. No, nope. no, she wouldn't. No, no. And by the way, uh, why why isn't there a movement against Jordan who has twice the Palestinian territory Israel does? Um. Why isn't there a, a BDS movement against Jordan? Why why is it only Israel? And Israel treats Palestinians a lot better mm-hmm. than Jordan or Egypt or Saudi Arabia or any of the Arab nations treat them. Yeah. They employ them. They give them jobs. Uh, this freedom of movement. I don't, I don't know what that means. It's a BS really. movement. Really. I, I, I need to look into why they they keep saying that they can't move around. I've never, I mean, we were in Israel. There are all kinds of Palestinians who went from the West Bank into Jerusalem, back and forth, uh, without any restrictions that I could tell. The only restrictions the Palestinians had were the restrictions they placed on themselves because they they couldn't tell their family members, they couldn't tell their friends, that they worked in Israel with with Israelis. Otherwise, they'd be killed in some cases. They'd be, sh- they'd certainly be shunned. Uh, but a lot of them came in to work in the archaeological dig underneath a temple, and uh, they made really good money doing that. And that's the only work they could find was was in Israel because the unemployment rate in the West Bank was I don't know sixty or seventy percent or higher at the time. Should look into where that is now, because um, I mean, they just they, there's no employment opportunities Mm-mm. for the people in the West Bank uh, but, or the Gaza Strip. And you do realize, though, that poor people uh, aren't necessarily mm. killers. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. I heard that. I'm not sure I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking up the crime. What was it? Uh, the unemployment rate of uh... yeah, unemployment rate in um, let's say the West Bank, West Bank. or the Gaza Strip. Because it was really high a few years ago uh, when all of this was was going on. And now it's coming back again because of Tlaib and Ilan Omar and their BDS love. So it topped out, it uh, looks like in recent years, in July 2018, it looks like it got up to 32.4%. Now it's 29.1%. Okay. 29.1% now yeah. in 2019? Yeah. In the West Bank or yeah. Gaza? West Bank. Check and see if you can find something for the Gaza too, because okay. uh, you know if when your unemployment rate is is close to thirty percent, um, your people are not happy, and they're not doing well, and it's the it's the government fifty two percent fifty two okay it's Good. in the Gaza then that I was thinking of fifty two percent can you imagine that women seventy five percent. <laughs> well, it's a good thing they put the PLO in charge right now. Right, that's <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Okay. Nice, nice job. Good thinking. Uh-huh. Good decision on that. <laughs> good decision. <laughs> oh man! All right. Uh, just, just so that we can take our minds off some of the madness. 
Uh, let's take a look at the grasshopper swarm oh, in yeah. Las Vegas. Apparently, this happens from time to time. I guess depending on the weather. Yeah, they'll, they'll tell you. No that. doubt. Global on the warming. Las Vegas Strip, right across from the Mirage, is this. In Sin City, it's the insect invasion putting on a show no one can escape. They popped up out of nowhere. A 24-7 onslaught of grasshoppers that really sticks with you. What the heck? Dude, you're all covered in locusts. You're just covered in them, dude. For many, the first impression felt downright biblical. A migrating horde of bugs so big, you could even see them from space. Experts say a soggy winter plus a mild spring made conditions perfect for the pallid-winged grasshopper, a migratory species that should be gone in a few weeks. But till then... One thing they're known to do is mate, and that's why there's so many of them around here. To make matters worse, they're attracted Look to bright, that. especially white lights. Oh my god! Finding their match made in heaven on the Vegas Strip. <laughs> huh. There's a plague of locusts in Las Vegas. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. I'm sure that's just wild coincidence. I'm sure that's what that is. Yeah. <laughs> there's a convention there's a grasshopper convention i mean hmm. vegas has a lot of those conventions would that freak you out if you're walking down the strip oh, in vegas and you get swarmed by yeah. uh, i i'd be out of my mind yeah there, i'm there's, so glad i missed that yeah, yeah. images yeah. of uh like city workers just wearing their like, construction vest and just covered, covered in, in them Ugh, yeah he's just standing there covered in it he didn't care amazing <laughs> all right more pat gray unleashed coming up Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome to it. Great to have you with us. Traffic and weather together every six minutes on the fives. 888 And add Pat Unleashed on Twitter. We got Kara32 tweeting, uh, Cummings had the nerve to lecture our border agents by screaming at them, What does that mean when a child is sitting in their own feces? Yet he's silent about his district's citizens living in their own feces at home. Such a great point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, when you see the condition some of those people are living in, it's unreal. The abandoned row homes and the garbage everywhere because people just come into the neighborhood and dump their garbage. Uh, dumping is a real problem. The Steve 42 tweets, the trail of stuff behind the asteroid. Mm-hmm. That was plastic straws. Oh, wow. Oh. Wow. Okay, so we need to... So that's where the $500 million a day go. We need to throw more of those away. Maybe we could see it better when it's coming <laughs> toward us. <laughs> I don't know. From Brad Infested Mess. Apparently the city killer already hit. See Baltimore. <laughs> I saw her above me. I did, I did place a bet on the Super Bowl based on more on trivia and won. Hello. Nice. Hello. How about that? <laughs> we don't recommend it, but what? That's that's we great. Do not that recommend that you take the knowledge gained from Moron Trivia uh-huh. on Pat Gray Unleashed <laughs> and transfer it to a bet. Right. Mm-hmm. This is not a competition. It's no, just it is it's not. purely for entertainment purposes. For the purposes fun only. of it. A pivotal bond life. That, that of course from Ilan Omar. I believe this is a pivotal moment in our country. <laughs> so from pivotal pond life, can we go ahead and make that Pat and Stu reunion permanent? Uh-huh. Oh uh, yes, as far as I'm concerned. You, you don't yes. mind doing multiple yes. shows every day? Uh, no, that'd be great. Of course, it's not stopping you now either. Uh, Jackal Spunky Trucker, how can Talib support Palestine? There's never been a place called Palestine. Huh. We forget that, don't we? We forget that from time to time. 
I don't, but many do. Um, Swank Think tweets, I, I only saw that grasshopper swarm one time when I was stationed there. It's so insane. They're just everywhere. Huh. And then they keep keep coming back a few times since. Oh, to where? To Las Vegas. Huh. huh. Weird. <laughs> uh, and uh, from Steve, next the Bellagio fountain will turn to blood. Then, <laughs> then you'll know it's time to leave Las Vegas. Uh, you know those annoying robocalls we all get? Uh, the one saying you're pre-approved for credit cards or loans or whatever. You got to be careful because those oftentimes are scammers trying to steal your home's title and your your title and your mortgage. All of those records are online, and of course, we've all had our information compromised. Pretty much, nine hundred million homeowners' files were compromised uh, back in April. So there's a good chance that thieves have your info. So when a data breach occurs. And millions of titles and mortgages are exposed. That's when the risk of home title fraud skyrockets. They forge documents stating that you sold your home to them and that they're the new owner. And then they take out a loan against your home's equity, but you get stuck with the payments. It's really ugly and it's really hard to get out from under. So for pennies a day, Home Title Lock will put a barrier around your home's title. This is something LifeLock doesn't do. They do they're so great with other forms, but not this. This is where Home Title Lock comes in. Um, and they will give you 60 risk-free days of protection right now. Register your address, verify you're not already a victim, and protect your home's title. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. That gray unleashed. Yeah. Okay. Um... I don't know, when you got uh, border agents actually helping illegals into the country, I think you got problems. This is something else. At the border. Uh, Yeah, and I I wouldn't have believed this, I don't think, unless I saw it. And now you can see it. Here's what happened. Border Patrol agents assisting. Uh, Here they are climbing up a hill. You got a couple of border agents. Come on in. All right. Let me give you a hand. Uh, there you let me help you yep. with that. You're going to go right down there. Right yep. down there. Just, um, here, here's uh, Help you right around the border wall. There you go. There you go. Right into the U.S. Okay. <laughs> Be sure to use... Welcome! Offer code <laughs> 10OFF. <laughs> Isn't that great? Golly! What is the deal there? Come on up, everybody! Yeah, come right on in. That's yeah, fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, meanwhile, the Supreme Court cleared the way. And, of course, Democrats are all they're all up in arms over this, too. Uh, but they're so up in arms over the Baltimore stuff. They haven't uh, had time to really scream as much as they want about, about the uh, Supreme Court ruling. But the Supreme Court cleared the way for the Trump administration to use $2.5 billion from the Department of Defense to construct parts of the wall. Uh, and... They, they voted in a five to four right along ideological lines this time. So finally, the two guys we put in there to hopefully <laughs> help with making constitutional decisions mm-hmm. finally did. Thank you, Kavanaugh and Gorsuch. Well, and Roberts, for that matter, because all three of them are a little bit suspect. <laughs> oh, what we, We're down to... Um... Alito and Thomas as our uh, yeah, uh, as constitutional the, sure bets. Yep. 
Yep, that's it. Three members, of course, uh, Ginsburg, Sonia Sotomayor, Elena Kagan wrote they would have blocked the funds for now. Of course they would. Duh. Fourth member, Justice Breyer, wrote separately to say he would have allowed the government to use the funds to finalize the terms for contractors, but blocked the funds from being used for the actual <laughs> construction. What, what sense does that make? Weird. I got bad news, though. I, maybe you'll get to it. Oh, I oh I know what the bad news is. I can't. I did. I didn't know this right now. I give up. It is still not new. It's not new wall. It, there's no new construction. This is all about the. Uh, it, it's all about replacing uh, current wall. Can you believe that? We had to fight at the Supreme Court to to yes, replace to fix. existing fencing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> I just, I don't understand. I really don't. I don't get it. How is this possible? So, uh, the ACLU is arguing court papers against a stay of the lower court ruling, fearful of the wall's impact on border communities. All right, stop it. It's pathetic. (laughs) Uh, And they claim this is not over. Well, what do you mean it's not over? It's It's decided law now. What do you mean? How can it not be over? It's the Supreme Court. They've ruled on this. (laughs) <laughs> the precedent is set. This is settled law. <laughs> okay. It's in the Constitution now because the Supreme Court said it. Right? Here, here we go. I, I've got this. I've got, I've, got, I've got to figure it out. I've got it solved. The left is going to fight tooth and nail on any kind of funding for a border fence, right? Mm-hmm. They already hate spending on the military. We had to go through the Pentagon to get money to replace the fencing. Let's just increase the... Um, the armed forces budget by what? Uh, however much it costs to f- build a fence, ram that through by twenty-five billion or whatever. Good. We got this, and they're not going to. No, I, I couldn't believe it when I got to the end of the article because I'm thinking, <laughs> all right, finally, good. Yay. All right, here's five point seven million total that we can now build at least some new fencing. Nope, it's all in sectors that are already have fence or wall, and they're just either repairing or replacing the existing wall or fencing. There's still not one inch of new wall being built. Not an inch. I, I, <laughs> no, there, I don't I, get it. I think we're out of words. <clears throat> I, I, yeah, I, we are. I think we've depleted the word reservoir. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There's not a word frustrating enough to express... <laughs> How frustrated gotta, I am. We've got to start inventing now. some new words for the English language to accurately convey how we feel as yeah, America loving yeah. people. English is not adequate. No, it just doesn't. To express work. my dumbfoundedness. Oh my goodness. I can't, I can't help. I mean, between that and this story, I just, I'm so disgusted right now with our government. <laughs> oh no, no. Democrats uh, and Republicans have both introduced a new carbon tax law. The push to regulate greenhouse gas emissions is on, uh, as, I guess, Democrats and Republicans, according to this article, are facing pressure from their constituents. Please. Republicans are being pressured by being, please institute a carbon tax. Nobody's saying that. No one. But Senator Chris Coons and uh, Representative Francis Rooney from Florida... Plus, Dan Lipinski, who's a Democrat from Illinois, all introduced carbon tax bills last Thursday that each take a shot at cementing the long-tossed-around idea of a carbon tax. Hmm. 
Those three bills join two other bipartisan measures, proposing a carbon tax introduced earlier this year in the House and the Senate. Here we go. I hurt. The influx of legislation is surprising some observers who have long called for action on climate change. They say they wouldn't have believed a year ago that there would be, there would be such a push. <laughs> well, isn't that wonderful? Now there is. <laughs> I can tell you from what I know, uh, from what I know is that we are worlds apart from the Congress that I left at the beginning of this year. Uh, he's, uh, Curbelo last year was the first Republican to, to introduce a carbon pricing bill in nearly a decade. He's since joined the Alliance for Market Solutions, a Republican to Republican focused carbon tax coalition. <laughs> That's great. With Republicans like this, who uh-huh. needs Democrats? Yep, there it is. And with Democrats like we have, who needs socialists? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> we don't need any of them. During my four years, I think we made a lot of progress on changing the culture to make it acceptable to discuss the cha- this challenge, to name it for what it is. But then, but even then, a lot of Republicans were not anxious to engage. Today. Not just rank and file from moderate districts, but leading Republicans, senior Republicans are stepping out on the issue, making it clear that the debate should be over solutions, not over science or anything else of that nature. And for me, it's a sign of real progress. Good. So what they're saying is we just need to move past the fact that, of course, it's already settled science. Now we just need to institute the carbon tax and force it on the people. Can we? Uh, I dislike these people with all the intensity of a billion white hot burning suns. Can we go home? Mm, just about. Can we, can we yeah, play? Just, just about. It's getting close. Yeah. It's almost time to shut down the country. Just turn it off. As soon as the Republicans pass a carbon tax, then we just shut down the country. Well, yeah, but you have to pay a tax on the energy <clears> used <throat> to shut down the country. Well, of course, I mean, sure. You, when you flip that lever, mm-hmm. it actually uses energy. Yeah, it does. To shut down the Right. Right. <laughs> I right. just so ooh. stupid. Yeah. We're just ceding it all to them. I uh, everything. Republicans can't go out on any limb and say, "No, I'm going to stake this ground and I'm going to fight for what I believe in." Uh, I believe that the Earth warms and cools on its own. That's what it does. That's what it's always done. That's what it will always do. That's what it is doing right now. It's warming and cooling. And don't tell me that the snow means the same thing as the 100 degree heat. Because that's lunacy. (laughs) And don't tell me that, that the preponderance of hurricanes is caused by the same phenomenon that brings on no hurricanes. As we've had this season so far. Knock on wood. Hopefully it'll continue that way. I actually read an article the other day where they said, yeah, there's, uh, there's more frequency and intensity of hurricanes. What are you, what? What are you talking about? Okay. I, I mean, how can you, how can you say that when ever since 2005, when they, when they came out with an inconvenient truth and that movie claimed there was going to be more frequent and more intense hurricanes. And then we didn't have another major storm until, what was it, last year or the year before? Uh, that was a 12-year period where we didn't have any major hurricanes hit the United States. Okay, that, that was the same problem as, 
as when when we were getting hit in 2005 by a lot of them. Okay, stop it. I can't take it. I just can't take it. All right. With all the stuff that we have uh, to deal with every day, all the dumb news that goes through our TVs, our mobile phones, our computers, you might have missed uh, some actual news, like the recent study in the journal Cell Metabolism. I try to, st- I try to read the entire thing front to back. Uh, and especially when the cell metabolism swimsuit edition comes out, I, mm-hmm. I never miss that. Yeah, come on, that's just great stuff. Yeah, I read the little uh. inserts that has like little little postcards you can tear out. Yeah, and you oh, give yeah. it to I a friend because yeah, you want to yeah. make sure to share mm-hmm. the the awesomeness that is. If you cell do that enough times, you can get a free toaster oven from Cell Metabolism. It's really good. Oh, so yeah, nice. yeah, look for that. I need to read the Check fine print. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, scientists. Uh, have always suspected a correlation between growing rates of obesity and processed food. But now they found that the processed food also helps you overeat. So the bottom line is you need fresh fruits and vegetables in your diet. I really tried last night. I tried to eat actual. um, My wife made this. uh, Actually, my daughter, who's home from college, made this uh, concoction, this salad with some fruit in it and then arugula and uh, spinach. And I thought, all right, well, I'll see if I could. It was so nasty. I took like three bites. I couldn't get, I'm like, nope. Going going back to Field of Greens, Brickhouse Nutrition. Nope. So wait, I got a quick question. Maybe you can help me, Mm -hmm. Um, Dr. Pat. Bitter, nasty stuff. Right, right. I I had for dessert last night, I had one of the little (laughs) drumsticks, you know? Like it's a little ice cream cone on top Uh of stuff. But Mm -hmm. I also had a peach. So oh, like well, kind of totally that yeah. negated everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started at like I balanced square it right zero. out. That's right. Yep. <laughs> like One it. scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA certified organic fruits and vegetables that don't taste nasty. In fact, it, it tastes really good. Uh, and you're not going to get that bitter, nasty taste that you get from like Ugh, this arugula and cooked spinach and stuff. Ugh. I tried. I really did. I really did. <laughs> you tried, man. I just can't. I can't do it. <laughs> Uh, BrickhousePat.com. Go there now. You'll get 15% off your first order when you use the offer code PAT. BrickhousePat.com. Offer code PAT. Pat Gray Unleashed. Great to have you with us. Uh, this is some news on Alana Omar. Just, just sad. If you can't believe in her forever love. What happened? Then man? you can't believe in anything. Uh, she she and her husband, the father of her three children, <clears throat> have split up. They're headed for their second divorce. They divorced once, and then she married her brother. And then she divorced her brother and married her first husband again. And now they're getting divorced. Well, that's sad. Again. Man. You couldn't see that coming. This comes just as critics are demanding answers whether she married her own brother in a successful bid to get him into the United States. Omar has now dumped her current husband, Ahmed Hersey, who she first married in a religious ceremony in 2002 and divorced in 2008, then moved into a penthouse apartment in one of Minneapolis's trendiest neighborhoods. It's like a $2,800 uh, place. It's really pretty darn nice. And, you know, it's fine. Uh, unless you're talking about income inequality all the time and oh. you're a uh, flaming hypocrite as she is. That's really sad, though. You really, yeah. It's uh, hate it when these again. If you can't depend on her forever, love, what can you depend on? I don't. Mm. Nothing, obviously. Mm -hmm. Most of this uh, very, very thick 
list of papers here <laughs> or pictures of her beautiful place. Oh. Looks really nice. Really nice. Mm -hmm. Has a luxury spa in there and sauna, indoor pool. A lot, a lot of room there. Hot tub, gym. In case you're, you know, entertaining guests or mm -hmm. have two husbands. Um, and you know, a lot of space. Her, she and, and if you watch the special that Glenn did last week, if you haven't seen it, go back and, and go to theblazetv.com and check it out because it's a great special on Ilan Omar. And he goes through all of this stuff. I mean... Somebody's got to get, and Glenn came as close you, as you can, I think, without being a, a, an official to where you have access to all the stuff, but he came pretty close to getting to the very bottom of it. We need to find out definitively, though, whether she's committed crimes, and it yeah. looks to me like the answer is yes. Tax fraud, campaign uh, Finance. misuse. Yeah. Uh, so that's in addition to all of Immigration this. fraud. Yeah, immigration By marrying fraud. her brother mm -hmm. so that she could get him into the country. I mean... There's a huge list. She should be impeached. There, there should be an impeachment, not of the president, but of Congress people. 888-900-3393. Meanwhile, a uh, nice tweet here from, uh, uh, let's see, Dr. Richard Harambi <laughs> <laughs> tweets, Omar might try one of those dating apps like Ancestry.com. <laughs> Yeah, now that she's single again, she should she should jump into that game. <laughs> this is kind of fun. Mike Lindell, uh, you know him? Yeah. MyPillow. MyPillow. Is it yeah. MyPillow.com? I don't uh, know. Anyway, it's MyPillow. He's, yeah, it is. Those are great pillows. Yeah. Uh, I bought, my wife wanted one, and um, so I bought her, I bought her one for Christmas last year, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't have the foresight to buy myself one as well, so I'm continually taking her pillow from her, so seeing if she'll notice. Every night she comes in, because I go to bed a little earlier than she does, uh -huh. and she pulls it out from underneath my head. Oh, snap! <laughs> no! Yeah, yeah. She That's, just isn't waiting to confront you the next day? Uh, nope. Wow, she nope. loves her my pillow. She much, loves her huh? my pillow. She's not gonna allow me to sleep with it all you know, night. If you long. buy right now, I hear you get thirty percent <clears> off and two pillows free. But uh, seriously, yeah, yeah. So wow, I'm just that's saying, a nice deal. Now, now you guys don't have to fight over the one pillow. Okay. You know, and that's not even a sponsored thing. Mm -mm. So mm -mm. Uh, anyway, Ilan Omar <laughs> has emerged, of course, as maybe the nation's most reviled lawmakers, and so it's brought it's it's come to the attention of Mike Lindell. Um, who is known as the My Pillow Inventor? He's considering challenging her next uh, year for her spot. Please, yes, he is a conservative man. You know? Yeah, he is. He is. Yes, definitely loves the Constitution, and and he has the wherewithal to to challenge her. He yeah. confirmed that he'll be intimately involved in the effort to turn Minnesota red next year. Wow, and did not rule out mm -hmm. potentially running against Omar. Yeah, I like it. There's things going on you don't even see, he said. And I'll tell you this. I'm going to do so much in Minnesota over the next year and a half, you won't even see any blue. <laughs> wow. That's great. Okay. And gutsy? Yeah. For a businessman like that to just yeah. put it out on the line. On my to-do list <clears throat> is um, uh, buy uh, a pillow from mypillow.com yeah, me today. <laughs> me too. That's really good stuff. Meanwhile, uh, Rand Paul had something really nice uh, for Ilan Omar. Here's some of his thoughts. Rand Paul. Rand Paul. Rand 
Paul talking about what he wanted. I'm to do. in a town where we have a lot of people who are refugees who have come, some from Somalia, some from Bosnia. I've never heard one of them say that America's a terrible place or be a, a unappreciative of our country. Most of them are thankful. Right. I've met people who have come here from behind the Iron Curtain that got away from communism. They're some of the best Americans we have because mm -hmm. they really appreciate how great our country is. And then I hear Representative Omar say, Oh, America's a terrible place. I'd love to be justice, and there's no justice here. It's like, mm. well, she came here, and we fed her. We clothed her. Yep. She got welfare. She got school. Yep. She got health care. Okay. And then, lo and behold, she has the honor of actually winning uh, a seat in Congress, and she yeah. says we're a terrible country. <laughs> yes! That's about as ungrateful as you can get. And so, while I'm not saying we forcibly send her anywhere, I'm willing to contribute to buy her a ticket to go visit Somalia, and I think she could look and, and maybe learn a little bit about the disaster that is Somalia that has no capitalism, has no God-given rights guaranteed in a constitution, and has about seven different tribes that have been fighting each other for the last 40 years. And then maybe after she's visited Somalia for a while, she might come back and appreciate America more. Mm -hmm. Or maybe she'll love it so much she'll stay. Stay. She's going to stay. It's her kind of place, maybe. <laughs> I'm willing to contribute to that ticket as well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if she would agree to go back, uh, to her home country and just check it out or yeah. maybe even look for a nice place to stay, I'd be happy to contribute. I would... I would Happy. Forget contributing. I'm paying for the full fare. I will pay for the entire one-way ticket if she chose, she chose... It could be an open-ended ticket, you know? You could do a yeah, round yeah. trip, you know? And if she wants to come back, right. great. Love to have you. you. You want a seat in Congress, but maybe you love it so much, you, maybe you decide to stay. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe it's so beautiful this time of year, you can't bring yourself to leave that beautiful Somalia. Oh, Somalia. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. 888-900-3393. He's just noticing CNN and others. Uh, just flat calling what the president tweeted over the weekend. Trump's racist attacks. There's no alleged, no purported, no assumed so-called nothing, despite there not being any definitive racism in the tweet, they don't couch it all at all. They they don't care. Definitive. About I don't even journalism. think he alludes to race no, whatsoever. No, I mean, he come doesn't. on. He doesn't. Ugh. It's just ugly, terrible propaganda against the president, and it's every day, all day, uh, especially on CNN, but most other. Uh, news agencies as well. Really bad. Meanwhile, uh, Bill de Blasio, mayor of New York, said that Trump won't be welcome back in New York City after his presidency. Okay, first of all, thanks for showing, you know, the tender, loving inclusiveness that uh, we've all come to love and respect from our leftist friends. Second, uh, you're not the king of New York. You can't tell anyone they're not welcome in New York. Two words come to mind mm -hmm. as a response from the president. And the second word is you. Hmm. Yeah. You've, I'll just leave that to the imagination. Mm -hmm. that is. Yeah, this is America. And yep. uh, I'll go where I'd like to. Thanks. I mean, that's unbelievable. That is amazing. What happened? They have dropped any pretense of inclusiveness now and tolerance, haven't they? It's just, it's, it's amazing to watch. Also, I love this tweet from Greg Gutfeld over the weekend from Fox News. Um, Trump's about to uh, execute a white, suprem white supremacist. 
because there's the uh, death penalty that he just reinstated, mm-hmm. the federal death penalty. So Gutfeld tweets, Trump's about to execute a white supremacist while trying to free a black rapper from jail in Sweden <laughs> as he pushes prison reform that directly benefits families of black men while calling out a city where minorities are victims of crime and blight. If Trump's a racist, he really sucks at it. (laughs) Great job, Greg Gutfeld. That is great. When you think about it like that... Okay, so yes. uh, About to execute a white supremacist. Free the black rapper. uh, What's his name? ASAP something or other? Something ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky. I act like you don't know these I, yeah, names I, of I was rappers, testing you. man. I was testing you. Come on. He's already been pushing. He's been pushing prison reform for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, super low black unemployment rates, by the way, which Greg didn't mention here. But uh, and he's calling out a city where minorities are victims of crime and blight, and that's being turned around on him yeah. as racist. So yeah. yeah, if he's a racist, he's not doing a good job of yeah, it. Yeah, he didn't mention the unemployment rate for blacks um, because you only get so many characters on Twitter, oh, that's and there's true. so many things that honestly Trump has done for the black community true. that they wouldn't all fit there. But seriously, yeah. let's yeah, yeah. be intellectually honest when we're talking about the president and race. This is I don't like this. Yeah. So it's going to go on. It's going to go on. We're going to keep doing mm-hmm. this. Every time he tweets, even if it just references, like in this area, it was a black area. Everything's racist. Just he, he literally will not be allowed to even mention anything that has any remote connection to race. And again, they don't, they don't even try to appear uh, non-biased. They just flat out call things that are not racist, racist. Which also, by the way, demeans and diminishes actual, real racism. Mm-hmm. I, it's insulting to people who have actually put up with with discrimination and and racist policies and racism. It's really an insult to them and harmful to them. And that's what's to, happened to the Me Too movement, right, Pat? Yes. I mean, think about it. There yes. are legitimate cases that women have against Many. people, yeah. uh, against a, uh, any kind of harassment. But then everything men. became yeah. mm-hmm. uh, harassment to women. And it became a joke. And that's what's happening here with race. It's really true. Uh, let's go to Don in Tennessee. Hey, Don, you're on the blaze. Yeah, good morning, Pat. Morning. Um, let's see. Uh, I have a question. I'm a little confused here this morning. All right. Um, why are the comments that Trump made about Baltimore being portrayed as racist and he's the worst guy on the face of the earth, but Ilian Omar can run around talking about our country the way she does, and that's celebrated. Yeah. Yeah, it's pathetic. <laughs> it's pathetic. It's a double standard. Appreciate it, Don. It's a double standard that is so frustrating, so mind-numbing, but so prevalent that sometimes you just even forget to take note of it. That's right. <laughs> it's, just, it's just par it's, for the course, man. Yeah. It's just every day, and you're like, okay, well, I'm used to that. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> we need to stop being used to it, though. We need to call it out for what it is. And I really think the president needs to uh, clarify all of this stuff with this supposed racism because he's not saying anything racist about Baltimore. And when you've got residents of those areas that Trump was talking about, black residents showing you the evidence of what Trump was talking about and saying, this isn't racism. This is reality. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's something, that's something that America needs to see and hear. Just, uh, man, frustrating. Maddening. You wonder why we've got such a wedge driven between 
right and left yeah, in good. in this country. It's just really every day. Yep. Um, by the way, Fox News toured an ICE facility. I think this one is in California, but ICE has also invited people to come down to the Texas facility, Arizona, New Mexico, wherever. Come down to any of our facilities and show us the children who are in cages sitting in their own feces and drinking out of the toilet. <sighs> uh, so anyway, Fox News, this is, um, what's his name, Griff? Uh, takes a look at the inside, the actual conditions at an ICE facility. Acting Director, where are we? We're currently in the uh, intake processing center at the Adelanto Ice Processing Center. This uh, facility here houses up to 1,940 detainees. After they get wow. uh, classified and after they get uh, booked in by the facility, uh, we're, we're giving them um, hygiene items. They have soap, shampoo, uh, conditioner, um, toothbrush, toothpaste, as well as uh, they get their they have uh, bed linens, Pause socks, for a shoes, second. shower shoes. Okay, I, I stand correct. This is racist. What are you saying? They're filthy? They, oh. And they have to clean themselves? Uh-huh. <laughs> is that what you're saying? They're all dirty people coming here from Mexico or Guatemala or wherever. And, I'm, and that's why you're offering them soap? Okay. I'm sure I'm <laughs> sure we'll get to the point right. in, in this video tour of the ICE uh-huh. facility. I'm sure we'll, we'll find the uh, piles of feces that they're forced to sit in. Oh, you know we're going that's to. That's why we have to give them the soap and shampoo because it's after we right. force them to sit in the piles of human waste. Right. Okay. Let's see more of this. Well, as uh, they get their, they have uh, bed linens, socks, shoes, shower shoes, and then their, uh, their uniform. Oh, you don't like what they're wearing now? Medical care is a top-notch priority. We have a full-time medical clinic here. One thing that we do offer here is uh, for consulate uh, phone calls and pro bono attorneys, it's a free phone call for the detainee. Director, what, what is this area here? We're currently in the special housing unit here. In this area, the individuals that are detained here are individuals that have committed infractions. So that's like fighting or... Yeah, the most common in, in custody. Yeah, the most common infraction that's occurred here is refusing staff orders and fighting. While they're in here, they have open movement, and you can uh, they have the ability to roam around the area here. We have phone calls, uh, phones for them to use. We have books for them to use. Um, individuals are able to play Xbox or watch movies. These guys are playing soccer. I presume this is the recreation yard. Yeah, we're, right now we're in the, uh, the recreation yard and we offer uh, the detainees anywhere from two to three hours a day, if not more, depending on the availability. In terms of the, the characterizations out there, there's a big wow. national debate, but what do you want people to know? Well, I want people to know what that when these individuals are detained here, we're giving them uh, you know, the care and custody that they need. We're going to do mm-hmm. everything we can to keep the individuals safe uh, while they're detained here you bastards wow the hate the hate there the hate well yeah it was clear that that was an absolute concentration camp yeah i mean i don't want to play soccer (laughs) xbox movies they were playing cornhole tossing little bean bags across pretty good at it too it looked like that was some good shooting yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. so they've been doing it for a while apparently (laughs) got a lot of time to kill in there Jeez. But seriously, come on! Just it's we do so much good for the world. Then to have the mm-hmm. people that we put in charge of our country badmouth it, yeah, we have to go and prove how good we are to the rest of the world. Well, and they talked to at least one of them about his incarceration. Uh, here's what he said: Oh, horror. here at Atlanta, right? How are, how do you think the conditions are? It's 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 great for me. It's great. I could see Wait, my family, what? I could hug my family, and Theo Lacey, I couldn't hug my family. They're coming from an hour and a half away, Van Nuys to Orange, you know, and traffic and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, half an hour, sometimes 25 minutes, 
21 minutes. It'll, it'll get cut off real quick, you know, behind the glass. Right here, I have contact with my family. I can hug my kids. Wow. Wow. Listen to that. The horror. Yeah. The horror of the racism. The horror of the Los Angeles area traffic. Is <laughs> what we learned from that clip. Sometimes it takes an hour and a half to get here. You know? Sometimes 21 minutes. Right. <laughs> Whatever. That's like going from here to Fort Worth again. It's the same thing. You can never count on it to be exactly, you know, constant. Uh, okay, wow. well, there's a look at a facility in California. You see the conditions. You see yeah. the horror. Gets to hug his family. I, I apologize uh, for any vomiting that may have induced. Yeah, we should have warned you. We didn't do a disclaimer or anything. Yeah. We didn't warn anyone. Sorry. On your way to work, vomiting profusely into your steering wheel. It's mm-hmm. uh, probably... I, I apologize. Yeah. Uh Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. dot com. There's over a thousand active agents across the country, and another five thousand on a waiting list because this is a great network that gets things done for their clients. So if you've been trust, frustrated trying to buy or sell your house, there's been no urgency from your realtor, no return phone calls, no real marketing plan except, hey, let's have another. Let's have another open house so you can leave your house for the weekend. Make sure it's spanking clean. Uh, this, These agents are really good at what they do. They're really committed to it, and they've got great track records. And we follow up to make sure that your experience is a good one. They do business like you do business. And they also have your sensibilities because they're all fans of, of Glenn's show. Uh, go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. Realestateagentsitrust.com Pat Gray Unleashed. So, uh, did you see a movie over the weekend? At all? Uh, no. No. I mean, that was a Last flash. Last weekend in the, you did, right? That was a flash in the pan where I saw... Three yeah, you, movies in nine days. You were on a roll there for a while. Yeah. Anything good out right now? Anything? Yeah, yesterday. Well, besides that, you know I've seen that one. Yeah. It, I love that movie. Excellent movie. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Are we going to ruin it for people today? Yeah. If you if you, yeah. if you haven't seen it by now, okay, it's been out for what? I don't know, four or five weeks? Yeah. So. Excellent flick. Um, a the biggest, movie. the big surprise in that. So if you don't want to hear the big surprise, oh, oh, give me a go. second to turn down the radio. Okay. And three, Wait, hold two. on, I have uh-huh. to get Candace on the board, and I have to step out of the studio real quick. <laughs> oh yeah, you're gonna have to cover your ears, man. You We're still haven't. This for you Martin. still haven't seen it, Martin. I was trying to see it this weekend, but Dude. I wanted to see it in the really nice theaters like Sinopolis. Yeah, but they're not showing it there anymore. So that I have sucks. to go into like a sorry AMC. Yeah, I can't do that anymore. I've become a theater snob because of these recliners and stuff in them. Uh-huh. Aren't you? Oh, yeah, but yeah, I, I don't, don't think that's what he's talking about. Yeah, it yeah is. that's what I'm talking it's about. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he's talking about. Really nice seats. He's a theater snob like I am. And it used to be adequate. Okay, if it has stadium seating, it's fine. I'm going to go. But not anymore. Now it's got to recline. The, yeah, it's got to yeah, recline. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, yeah, I love them. I love them. And then the dinner is nice, too, if they have the... <laughs> The Hold actual on. gourmet food. The really expensive yeah. food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to know why this country's so great? It's because the theater I go to, I really love it. It's very nice and all this good stuff. But the reclining seat doesn't go back all the way. It doesn't go back far enough for me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like most of the way. Come on. You need to find yourself a better luxury theater. Obviously. <laughs> 
Uh, This weekend, the number one movie again was The Lion King. It's been out for two weeks. It's made $350 million. $75 $75 million just this last weekend. Mm. I, I don't get it. Okay, so it's that? the same thing as the cartoon, just with real animals and people or something? Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. Right? Yeah, In different it, it music. It was really good, though. It, oh, it was, you saw it? Yeah, I saw Yeah, I saw that one, but I didn't see yesterday. I had no choice in that one. Wait, hold on. Are huh. there people in The Lion King? Uh, no, there's no. no people, right? Okay, okay just, so never mind just, on the people I just, part. Okay, I got you. But real animals. Real, okay, wow. Yeah. And they talk? I get. Do they talk? Yeah, they do talk. Yes, they do. Talk and sing. Stupid. And sing. That is stupid. Yeah, like course. Beyonce? Do they sing like Beyonce? Oh, my uh, Well, yeah, because Beyonce is one of the characters. So. Yeah. I got to see this now. I just want to see singing The animals. big deal over the weekend was how bad the the uh, soundtrack is doing because it's Beyonce's music. It's all oh. Beyonce stuff. And it sold 50,000 copies, almost all of them, uh, iTunes. Ouch. It Yeah, it only sold... Hard copies of albums, 10,000. 10,000 for a Beyonce album? That's a surprise. So anyway, Lion King was number one. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, that new uh, Quentin Tarantino, everybody's making a big deal out of, made $40 million. Uh, cost $90 million to make, so that's probably going to be a hit. Spider-Man is up to $344 million now. That was third, followed by Toy Story, which is at three ninety-five. dollars That's good. Crawl yesterday at sixty three million. It cost twenty six million to make. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's doing well. It's doing well. I, I was interested in their choice of a lead actor for that. Uh, <laughs> he plays it well. Though. He does. Yeah. He's really good at it. He's really good in it. And I think they wanted to find somebody who wasn't your typical pop star looking guy. Yeah. To Just make the Beatles geek, music so like big. A, like a geek, you know, that yeah. the last place he needs to be is on a stage, you know, playing music for a big crowd. Okay, again, turn turn down the radio if, if you don't want to hear a spoiler. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, the place where they, uh, where, where he goes and, because he's confused about whether or not he should be doing this, you know, claiming all of that music as his own. Mm-hmm. And then he finds out where one of the Beatles lives. One of the, you know, former Beatles or Beatles didn't exist. Are you going to say so. which Beatle it was? Yes, I am. Oh, here we go. You better turn So it goes up down. to the door and you're thinking, okay, Paul McCartney's <laughs> going to be there. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Even cooler, it's a John it's John Lennon. Oh, it wasn't George and Harrison? They made him look a lot. Oh, it looked like John oh, Lennon. Your would heart skips a beat at seventy-five or seventy-seven or whatever. He, he opens is. the door and it's like, oh my gosh! Whoa, hey! Did they resurrect John Lennon? Yeah. It's, wow. You know, you know what you really think? You think, uh, hey, maybe it's that face app, you know, where mm-hmm. where you see what someone's going to look mm-hmm. like when they're older, and they nailed it. Oh, they did nail such it. Such a great job with that, mm-hmm. and and really fun because obviously he wouldn't have been shot by an obsessed fan if his music uh, never came to be. So that's really cool. Anyway, it's a great fun flick. Movie. Fun and, movie. And I keep going back to um, to the scene where he plays. Well, he plays yesterday for his friends. That's yeah. so well done. So great. Where they have no. They're like, and they're like, such wow, boss. that's so much better than the other crap you've ever written. <laughs> yeah. Right. And that's what I really liked about the movie. It uh-huh. gives you such an appreciation for that music. It sure does. How well written it was. What incredible songs those all are. And it's amazing. The Beatles aren't the only thing missing from this parallel universe. Those are yeah. fun little 
Easter eggs throughout as well. The one thing I would have liked is if they would have shown why this happened, but mm. they never do. Why never why do. the stuff was missing? or why Yeah, the, why all of a sudden the lights go out for, for a few minutes. seconds. For 12 yeah. seconds. Mm-hmm. Comes back on. Everybody forgot about the Beatles except for a couple of people. Yeah, I would have liked to know that too, but it's such a fun movie mm. that normally that's stuff that bothers me. Like yeah. I want to know, well, why? What happened? What caused that? You know, <clears throat> I let it go. I, you know what? I let it be. Ah, see what you did there. And I just see enjoy the there. ride that the movie provides. Mm-hmm. It was probably that asteroid that came close to uh, Earth. Oh, they could have ridden the asteroid. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other fun aspect of it, one of the other fun aspects, is uh, the, the performance of Ed Sheeran as Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Really good. Very good. Anyway. All right, yeah. we're, we're done talking about the movie, so you can turn it back up, except the volume's down, so you don't know I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh. Uh, let me tell you about Relief Factor real quick. Uh, Relief Factor was invented so that you could have something that fights inflammation in your body, and thus the pain that you're experiencing from that inflammation. But it's also natural. It's not something, you know, addictive. You know, it's going to mess you up for a long time, and then you're going to have to wind up in rehab someday over. It's 100% drug-free, created by doctors. There's four key ingredients that help your body fight the inflation. Or inflammation. <laughs> I keep doing that. The inflammation. So get your life back with Relief Factor. There's a three-week quick start. It costs $19.95. Try it for three weeks. If it doesn't work, just stop using it because it's not going to. But if it does work, well, then you found a way to ease your pain and get your life back. It's worth it. Go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Pat Gray. Unleashed. Uh, You know, we just had this story Friday that on Thursday, the temperature hit 108 Fahrenheit. So that's a real temperature. That's something we understand. Yeah. <laughs> 108 in Paris, because Paris, Paris usually, wow. you know, in the summer, there it's a hot day if it's 75. So, <laughs> uh, so they they just had a 108 degree day. Yet, on the tour to France, there was snowflakes falling. How weird is that? A take lot a look of at snow, yeah. take a look at the snow in France during the bike race. They had to clear the roadway of snow so the bikers could come through. That's <laughs> okay, that's obviously a higher elevation than Paris is, mm-hmm. but still. Right, same country. I mean, you know, it's suffering this heat. Come is also on. dealing with this snow up in the mountains. In July. In July. Pretty amazing. And they had to shorten that uh, Yeah, they had to stop stage. the stage mm-hmm. because of a snowstorm. Well, yeah, that's, that's global warming. It got so hot, it circled back around to cold. And that's that's global warming. Anyway, Donald Donald Don Donald J. Trump tweeted Donald yeah, Donald J. Trump. You ever heard of that guy? I he tweeted I don't know who that is. Man. President tweeted, France just put a digital tax on our great American technology com- companies. If anybody taxes them, it should be their home country, the USA. We will announce a substantial reciprocal action on Macron's foolishness shortly. I've always said American wine is better than French wine. 
Exclamation mark. So obviously we're going to do another tariff, and this yeah. is going to be on French products. And that's what that's exactly what France did. It's like a digital tariff. I thought he likes tariffs. Yeah. It's just one country. Okay, I can't. Yeah, it's uh, he's got a thing for tariffs. We know that. No more tariffs, please. I know. It really could mess up the, the economy, which is going really well. And if he messes up the economy, there goes the election. So please don't mess up the economy. And there goes his re-election if he's not careful. Right. Uh, 16 protesters from the climate change activist group Extinction Rebellion glued themselves to underground shuttle entrances oh. in the U.S. Capitol resulting in the arrest of at least three people. Uh, look at this. They, they glue themselves to the wall. Okay, losers. If if they're in my way like that, I'm just I'm slamming right through them. Oh, yeah. And they're going to lose some skin from where their hand is glued to the wall. <laughs> or something else is going to happen. Yeah. I mean, that's stupid. They that glue their hands is... together. They glue to the doors and the wall. I'm sorry. You're losers. You don't have the right to do that. Mm-mm. Didn't somebody just glue their snoobage to the ground as oh, well? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, over in London they had a protest <laughs> where uh, where some lady... Uh, Glued her snoobs mm-hmm. to the ground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we probably don't have a photo of that one. Uh, but they used Gorilla Glue, Oh, which you know is the way you, you have to go. I don't know why they didn't use the uh, Flex Seal family of products. Yeah, because they wanted but, to stay uh, in place. Right. <laughs> And so, like, Gorilla Glue should, should have a new uh, slogan, you know? Like, uh, glue your snoobs to the road. Gorilla Glue, you know? I mean, it's effective. Obviously, it works. Uh, yep. Earlier this month, AOC, Earl Blumenauer, and Bernie Sanders introduced a resolution declaring a climate emergency and demanding a broad mobilization of resources to prepare for the impact of climate change. All right, shut up. Meanwhile, Extinction Rebellion protesters yep. want to make sure that resolution passes. When you're, you know, you're, you're not winning friends and influencing people when you're getting in the way of their daily life. When they got to get to work and you're blocking the entranceway with your stupid protest, that's not helpful. I don't know why you think that's going to work. I'm going to be pissed. Even if I'm on your side and you're glued to the wall and I can't get around you, I'm sorry, you haven't made a friend. <laughs> I'm not going to be friendly to your cause. What idiots. Ugh. All right. We will be back again tomorrow. And everything's going to be fixed. Yes, by it's going to be perfect. Yeah. Yes. We're going to fix it all Woo-hoo! this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs>